Welcome to Beer Massive, a collection of good beer-centric conversation, interviews, editorials, reviews, and more from a collective of centrally like-minded yet individually opinionated good beer fanatics. From podcasts born in the present, or from our massive library of brewer interviews from years past, we hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do enjoy what you're here, please subscribe. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on tap, at Massive Beers, or email us individually at massivebeers at gmail.com. Matt with Massive Beer Reviews, back with oh, Massive Beer Editorial. And today's theme is balance. Balance and beer. It's a very weird, unbalanced world when it comes to beer. And it's not just beer. I'm not talking about beer balance. That's a thing. And we're going to talk about that. I'm just talking across the board from beer to journalists to beer reviewers, YouTubers to consumers, the whole nine. Um, this whole thing, like I said, it's been in my back pocket for a bit. I kind of was going off it based off of more kind of personal experience with um, other kind of YouTubers and other reviewers kind of just being like everything's awesome kind of shit and either that or everything sucks. And which is going to kind of be a portion of the theme today, but the other part of it was kind of balance in beer itself. And, and there was an article that came out um, about a week or so ago from a resident beer kind of curmudgeon, uh, Andy Crouch. He writes for Beer Advocate, other avenues, stuff like that. And he came out with an article that was said basically, uh, he, it was about hazy IPAs. Again, I've talked about that before. Sorry to bang the drum, but that's what people talk about. And when that shit's come out, you just got to talk about it. But anyway, he had an article that was called Hazy Days and Brighter Futures Are New England IPAs More Than a Passing Fad. And basically, he goes into it and he basically talks about the, how the hazy IPA is ruling the roost kind of thing. And we covered that actually in, I think it was the first editorial I ever did. Um, but it's more so he went into it as brewers not liking um, making these beers combined with that the nuance and the soul of brewing in general is kind of being kind of beaten down and bastardized by these kind of styles of beer that is just pure hot garbage. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's unimaginative. It is not creative. It is just basically sugar water that people like to drink. And I've said much of the same shit myself because I fancy myself a curmudgeon also. Um, and and it just talks about how it's just, you know, it, it, it's a fad and it's maybe a trend, but right now it's a fad and it's just something that kind of is getting in the way of, of, uh, of where beer should be headed and how it sucks that breweries have to make a left turn or make a complete 180 to kind of keep their places open. And if you want to check out the article, if you haven't seen already, I'll try to remember to put the link down below. Um, and honestly, reading the article, I agree with a lot of the stuff he says. Um, you know, I've, I review a lot of hazy IPAs. I like them. I do. Um, I'm very hard on them because I think of the reason why he hates them. And I think I like them for the reason why some people defend them. And we'll get to that in a minute because there's a balance to this whole thing. The whole theme about this whole rant or editorial, whatever you want to call it. It, it, you know, I like them. They can be done really well, but there's so many of them. That's why I review so many of them because people send me them. You know what I mean? I'm lucky enough that people just send me beers, whether it be breweries. And actually, a lot of the stuff I get sent is from people that watch the channel. And, and, and most people send me what they like. And most people like 
hazy IPAs nowadays. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so I tend to do review quite a bit of them because that's what I end up getting sent. And when people send me stuff, I feel like oddly compelled to review them and just not drink them and act like an asshole. Except when I review them and act like an asshole. But anyway, um, so yeah, his whole stance was, you know, it, 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 again, it's, you know, breweries don't want to do this. It's, it's, it's kind of gumming up the system. It's, 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 it's kind of just taking over and kind of wave, not his words, but mine, kind of like locusts just eating at, you know what I mean? A field, a crop just decimating it. It's kind of like what I, hazy IPAs are doing to the scene. And almost at a point where he's like, talks about all the other styles as some kind of magnanimous kind of beautiful um, thing that is, you know, better and it's more noble to make those things and it's and it's and it's more uh pure to make those things that i get too um i don't get him saying that because i, I don't feel that way and we'll get into my whole feelings later down the line but i've been that way with some things in my life when uh, it's it's a very analog versus digital conversation with me uh, which is odd enough to talk about the guy yammering into a camera but uh, you know as a musician loose term because I was a DJ and did electronic music for a while and I was like this super like analog guy I was like you know I'm playing records you know for those that don't know if you nowadays when you actually DJ you use like what's called Serato Attractor it's just digital files and you actually don't use vinyl anymore and I'm like no vinyl is king that's the only way you really need to do it because everybody else is a poser same thing with like kind of uh, electronic musical instruments like old drum machines and stuff synthesizers i like analog you know sequential circuits and old roll and 808s and stuff like that and everything's digital nowadays and i was much the same person the old curmudgeon guy who likes vinyl over cds and stuff that kind of stuff going on so i can get his gist about hating on it um so he writes this article and everybody's like okay you know what i mean that's andy that's what he does he kind of just be his old curmudgeon and we get it Fast forward about a week or so, and then we get a response kind of article, um, or more of a blog post from, well, Cloudwater Brewing, I'm going to say that. It's probably from Paul Jones, who's the owner or creator of Cloudwater Brewing. Uh, it, I didn't see his name kind of attached to the blog post, but for such a strong statement, it has to be coming from him. And basically, he kind of goes in the opposite direction and, and, and kind of pulls the whole, like, oh... You know, people hate hazy IPAs because they that whole you hate me because you ain't me kind of stance where it's like you don't like the hazy IPA because you can't make it or you don't like the hazy IPA because you just don't get it because you're just you just don't get it, man. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. The way the old versus the new kind of, you know what I mean? You're, you're you young whippersnappers and be like you old son of a bitch kind of thing going on to where it's it's more. A jealousy thing. Uh, he actually wrote that as a kind of point of of that. But he had a little bit of counterpoints in there. It would be like, you know, New England or West Coast IPAs used to be that way, but then it evolved into a New England style IPA. And, and then it's basically one end of the spectrum with Andy kind of arguing on one side about these hazy IPAs and no one gives a shit about the nuance of the lager and the season and this and that and the other thing. And then you have Paul on the other end of things going, you know, you just, you know, if a brewery sucks and they can't make good hazy IPAs, they just get pissed off that they can't make them. So they attack them and they suck, you know, and that in itself is the problem is that it's one end 
or the other. In pretty much everything in life, politics, it's essentially what politics have come down to. We're sticking to the beer world, though. And that's what it's come down to pretty much in the beer world across the board. It's one end or the other. It's either it sucks or it's awesome. And that is not the world that we live in. Do you know what I mean? Like, like to kind of argue so hard in one end of the spectrum and then have someone pull so hard in the other end to kind of, and again, that has balance in and of itself. That's the whole key. It's like tug of war, but everybody's at all the vast ends of the rope. You know, you put that huge, gigantic, hulking person at the ends of the rope. Then you kind of tear down different kind of people till you get to the middle. And it, it, it's almost like it's one against one, but that's not where things are. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I said, I like hazy IPs. I do. But if you watch my reviews, you would see I probably bang on them more often than pretty much most people. And that's a whole nother thing we're going to get into. But good beer is good beer. That's the whole thing. I'm going to wrap it up into that point. But And there's people that make really, really well done, nuanced, delicate, fantastic easy IPAs, but it, the market is so mo so flooded with so many copycat brewers and so many copycat IPAs, everybody trying to do the same thing. The argument that Andy makes makes sense to me. You know what I mean? And that it's just, it, it's not so much that the hazy IPA be damned. It's, it's, it's more like everybody trying to do the same thing be damned. And that's where I think his argument kind of gets lost in there because there are people that make it and bring their own twist to it and do it really well and, and have layers to it beyond just haze and hops and sweetness. And that's where I think kind of, you know, Paul kind of gets like off kilter is that he should be more concerned or he shouldn't be concerned about anything that I say. But I think the more, the more concerning thought would be, okay, there's so much shit out there um, and there's so much kind of flood the market bullshit that his IPAs, which I've had some, which are very good, and he's in that kind of, I, wanna, I don't want to use the word upper echelon, but uh, more kind of, they get it kind of um, hazy IPA argument, that those lower level ones that are just trying to throw hops and sweetness at a beer just to make money, they're kind of hurting him in the long run. Um and, and like I said, this whole thing is more just more than just that. The balance goes further to where I see it a lot from uh, journalists and writers and the kind of written word uh, word world, which I actually read a lot more than I actually watch videos. But I see it a lot more in like the YouTube kind of kind of even social media review world, whether it be YouTube or Instagram, is that either somebody's like the resident curmudgeon the Andes of the world, or most people are the Pauls of the world where they're just saying these things are awesome and you're just jealous because, I shouldn't even say it that way, I want to rephrase it a little bit different, I don't want to attach his words to it, let's put it that way, I don't want to attach him to this because it's not exactly how he put it, but there's so many people over there where everything is awesome, I see so many beer reviewers, the, some, the most popular ones are essentially just say everything's fucking awesome. And it, it it just ruins any kind of balance when it comes to it. You know what I mean? They're just out there, like, a, you know, there's notable YouTube people that all they do is talk about beer that is awesome. 
You know what I mean? It's all it is. And sure, we get a tendency of wanting to kind of, you know what I mean, uh, put our best foot forward or the best beers forward, the stuff that we get. But it's just like everything's good. Everything's fantastic. Everything's awesome. And nothing's criticized. You know, everything is fantastic. And when they kind of dump on it, it's not even necessarily when they're dumping on a beer. They're kind of just giving it not the best score ever, just a really good score. It's like almost, almost all beer reviews I see on social media tend to fall between the five to four range or the five to three and a half range or the hundred to 80 range. Do you know what I mean? It's like the only, then why aren't you scoring on a, on a range from one to 20 and then give a beer five out of 20? Because it's like every single people out there. And like I said, it's, this is, these are the people who people watch, who people tune in and, and kind of bang on and send beers to and all that kind of stuff. And all they do is say everything's fantastic or it's just, it's good and really nice, but not my favorite world, but I still really enjoy the crap out of it. I fall in that trap too. I'm not going to say I don't, but it's, it just infuriates me. Like I see people online, you know what I mean? Like on more on the Instagram side of things where people like, you know, like have this kind of following, and it's kind of juvenile to even talk about it that way. But you know, it's what we do. We're you know yammering in the camera, so obviously interacting with people back and forth. Social media is what I do. What I do. So in the end, it's you know you just be like, well, sweat that shit. Well, it's the world they live in. Anyway, and it's just like everything's either four or five stars. There's a kid down south, and all he does is a beer review every day, and everything's four to five stars, and everything's awesome, and, and nothing ever sucks. And it's like even breweries get behind this stuff, and it's just like, what are you doing? There's no balance to any of it. There's no, this sucks, or this is mediocre, or even more so, I don't like this. You know what I mean? But I can see somebody liking it, but it, it's all this kind of whirlpool of the same shit, kind of all on one end of the spectrum or the other. And the same thing goes on the consumer end of things. Locally, uh, again, this is locally, so maybe this is regional thing, but I feel like I have a good pulse and a, a decent amount of the country, is that it's like literally it's every be every beer this brewery makes is awesome or, to, or this brewery sucks. And there's no if, ands, or buts in between. There's no, well, they, this beer was really good, but this one kind of sucked. But this one was really good. Then the next one was really good, but the next three kind of sucked. But then this one was, you know, okay. And yeah, the next three were nice. And there was a really good one and a bad one and, and an okay one. And it's you never hear that shit from people. You either hear, it's awesome or it sucks. And it just, that kind of lost middle ground stuff drives me insane. And, it, it, and, and I just don't get it. Again. We all kind of fall in our ruts where we get a little bit of homerism, whether it be for a beer or style or anything like that. And you're also talking about dealing with a subjective thing in, or you're trying to be objective about a subjective thing. You know what I mean? To where you're talking about, okay, I want to be judgy about a thing that is also more kind of, you know, based on personal personal preference, you know, the subjective versus objective thing. So there is a weird kind of world in there where you're just going to be like, okay, it doesn't make sense for everybody to like this one one style. You know, hazy IPAs, I've talked about it before. The New England style hazy IPA is so popular because everybody's gotten a beer over the past five, seven years like sweet and bitter shit. It's very simple. No one can process anything or they don't want to process anything beyond that. So it's simple. It's easy to digest. So that's why everybody loves it. End of story. That's why it's so popular. People will evolve past that and eventually kind of get in other beers or they'll stay where they're at. There's nothing wrong with anything in between. But it's more kind of one end of the spectrum or the other. And it, I, I believe 
with us being fed that from the top and everybody believing that down at the bottom and then everything in between, it's just creating kind of that frustrating world where it, it, it's beers are just, what about good beer? You know what I mean? What about it just being, okay, this isn't a good hazy IPA or this is not a good this, this is not a good that. It's more just being like, how do I put it? Like when he, Andy was talking in his article and um, I believe Paul, when he talked in his article about it, was more kind of judging whether a beer was hazy enough or not or, or this enough or not. Uh, it's more so why don't you just taste it and enjoy it for what it is and it's okay for it not to be the best thing you've ever had, but it's also okay for it not to be the worst thing you ever had. There can be really good middle of the ground there and I just don't understand it. I do understand it but I don't understand it. Maybe I should phrase that differently. I understand it, but I wish it wasn't like that. Um, and it's just a weird thing because balance is key. You know what I mean? In criticism, and that's the whole big portion of this. It comes down to criticism. You know, uh, basically, uh, um, Andy was criticizing people or the world for not enjoying things outside of the hazy IPA. And Paul was criticizing... Uh, people for hating I, hazy IPAs because they're hazy IPAs. That's, to me, a little bit of a bullshit kind of argument on both ends of the spectrum because it, it's not constructive in any form or fashion. You know what I mean? There's multiple multiple levels of criticism you can go through when it comes to things. You know what I mean? There's, you know what I mean, destructive and constructive. Those are essentially your two big points when it comes to criticism. And there's nothing wrong with being critical. But there's also something wrong with being never critical or always critical, you know. I've been lucky enough that I've had breweries more so over the past year or so kind of reach out to me after critical reviews in a positive light and be like, I really enjoyed the take on the beer. And then beers that they didn't send me that I just kind of gotten through people or bought myself. They're like, can we send you some more stuff? Because we'd like to hear what you have to say about it. Because I'm not just being like, oh, this is a shitty beer and I don't like it. Or this is fantastic. I'm like, well, I kind of really like it. But I wish it was a little more like this. Or this is a little bit here. This is a little bit there. And instead of just saying it sucks, I don't like it. It's not this. It's not that. It's it's 98 awesome or 93 garbage. It's it's more so, okay, I, 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 kind of separating the difference between something being well-made and not well-made and also being enjoyable and not enjoyable based off of what I feel. And also being able to find good deliciousness um, in something that isn't perfect while also at the same time something that's really nice, also finding talking points of where I think maybe it could be made better. And and I think that's where a lot of it's being lost. It's, it sounds a little bit kind of egotistical and arrogant to be like, I've got found this beautiful middle ground that I talk about that nobody talks about. That's not the case. Let's say I'm the only one who doesn't do that or that I do it even well. I'm in a room staring at a camera. I say that all the time, but I don't understand why people listen to me. Regardless, it's finding kind of balance from beer how it's made, how it's talked about, how people view it, and how we have a conversation about it. Because that's what this ends up being, is that whether it be a writer writing in a uh, kind of um, writing their articles or me hammering the camera or somebody reviewing a beer, you know, it, it's spent, one, it's meant to educate people 
uh, in some form or fashion, whether the beer is good or not. But if you always say a beer is good and never bad, then every beer you have is good. So why should someone listen to you? Conversely, you know what I mean? It, it, it also talk gets people talking about beer in general. You know what I mean? Instead of just going off what you have to say, instead of just being like, I like this beer. It tasted like these three things really quick and I give it four stars and it pairs well with these these three foods. Like you're copying, pasting shit off the internet. It, it, it's a matter of kind of trying to find a balance between giving too much, which I tend to do in reviews. I talk way too long. But um, <laughs> kind of giving enough information to start a conversation, being as objective as you can be as through or with a subjective subject and just not being too absolute on one or the other. You know what I mean? It's being honest, being true, not talking, not talking positively about everything for the sake of trying to get free shit or whatever it is and just be honest and be open and be open-minded, but at the same time have enough thought and ideas and uh, knowledge to be able to, to talk about something in a positive or negative light without being on one end of the spectrum or the other. And that's, I guess, the whole point of it, um, is that it, it, beer is a very kind of touchy subject for a lot of people. You know, some brewers can take criticism, some can't. Some people can take criticism, some can't. Um and it, 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 we tend to get in these kind of safe zones where we don't want to be too critical or we don't want to be critical at all or that's all we do. And I think that's the problem. Like I said, in political-wise, you just that's all you have. You have one end pulling so hard on the other. You have the other end pulling so hard on the other end. Is that seeing that happen in beer and seeing it getting more and more popular for that happening in beer kind of bums me out. And I hope everything kind of balances out eventually and just we end up kind of, you know, being better than that, being smarter than that and just not saying things suck for the sake of saying things suck because that's just the way it is and, and just start arguing on the other end and just be open and think about things and just kind of just don't be a douche, <laughs> you know, just be look for goodness. But at the same time, don't just look for, don't don't accept goodness and talk about goodness. Let's open a conversation, be critical in a positive way, um, be able to enjoy things that we never thought we'd be able to enjoy while at the same time be able to critica criticize things we always thought were fucking infallible. I guess that's my kind of point in the whole thing. And like I said, like, you know, I, I, I get in, we post, I post, I should say I instead of we you know, post a lot of things that are positive. It just ends up being that way because it's, you know, uh, one, you always want to put your best foot forward. Two, people tend to send me, you know, beers that are the cream of the crop. So, well, I, you know, I, I myself can fall on that subject. I don't feel like as a whole, even though beers that I tend to being more positive towards, I tend to find a little bit more kind of balance in the conversation rather than just awesome all the time. And that way, when I find something that is just blowing me away and it's fantastic, you guys know that there's probably a good chance that there's something special in there. So, and anyway, so there you go. There's a little rant, a little editorial, whatever you want to call it. I just want to throw that out there. I felt like doing one. Uh, hopefully, I didn't stumble too much. There's probably a lot of uhs and mm's and stuff that you guys are getting used to at this point. But, uh, yeah, 
Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And hopefully it starts a conversation. Where do you think beer is going? Or do you think everybody's being way too positive? Do you think everybody's being way too negative? Is there a middle ground? Am I being too kind of on the, on the kind of fringe of things to where I don't see that conversation? Or is it more just that's the way beer is headed and that's the way it's going to be? Is, uh, you know, is the hazy IPA a trend and not a fad or a fad not a trend? Is it going to be around forever? Any of those conversations you want to start, any ideas you have for these editorials, if you want to talk about something specific, write them down below. I know some people have thrown some out there, and I kind of forget a couple, so if you want to reiterate some stuff. But, uh, yeah, let's open a conversation, open a dialogue, talk about things, and uh, have fun with it. In the end, just drink that beer. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the little rant. Hopefully you're enjoying a nice hazy IPA or hating against one, but in a good way, not a bad way. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll see you next time. Cheers.